The Paul Kaharski Podcast is brought to you by Yazoo Brewing Company, a Nashville original since 2003. Welcome in to the Paul Kuharski Podcast for paulkuharski.com. I'm Paul Kuharski. I'd like to mention my name three times in short order there at the beginning. Podcast brought to you by Yazoo Brewery. Great stuff uh, in and around Nashville. I'm partial to the Hefeweizen. No matter the season, they have something for everybody. Uh, here's how it works. I'm going to talk for a little while about some of the subjects about the Tennessee Titans this week that we haven't necessarily gotten to as thoroughly as I would have liked. Uh, we'll cover some of those here for everybody, and uh, then we'll shift into members-only mode, and the best stuff will come after that. I wanted to start with uh, a chain on um, – Twitter, started by Two-Tone Fanatics, who wrote a, a bunch of stuff about the Titans and how, so far, 2018 looks like 1999. The Rams are good. The Titans are good. The Super Bowl is in Atlanta, they write. Steve McNair was in his fourth season in 99. Marcus Mariota's in his fourth season this year. The Rams have a high-flying offense with a stud running back. The Titans have a gritty team with a quarterback that wins games in the end. The Titans unveiled their new uniforms in 99, and they un- all the guys that were at that, Wycheck, Bishop, George, and Hentrick, were back for the new uniform unveiling in 2018. The Rams in 1999 started 4-0. The Titans started 3-1 and and were in the same situation now through four weeks in 1999 the Jaguars only loss was to the Titans through four weeks in 2018 the Jaguars only losses to the Titans uh, the Dolphins started three and one in 99 they're three and one in 2018 uh, they invited some chiming in here Corey Curtis of Channel 2 played along Mike Vrabel is 43 years old Jeff Fisher turned 43 right after the Super Bowl uh, and then he showed that he's being a little sarcastic. He said both head coaches are also Americans, former defensive players, coordinators, and got their head coaching start with the Titans organization. It's a fun game to do some of this comparing. Uh, it's way premature, a quarter into the season. I like the look and the feel and the performance of the Tennessee Titans so far uh, to leap to a point where they're in the Super Bowl uh, and where they're in the Super Bowl against the Rams. I think is uh, is quite premature. So have fun with it, if you will. Um, but there are a lot of things I would hope aren't the same uh, about these Titans and those Titans. Uh, and that's that's kind of where I want to start on my own stuff here about the level of competition. Uh, the Titans historically, even when they've been good, have had a tendency to play to the level of the competition, which would suggest they raised their games recently for the Jaguars and for the Eagles and would suggest that they won't play at the same level in Buffalo against a team that pulled off a uh, surprising win in Minnesota, but it's simply not very good. Now, I'm uh, preordained based on what I know of Mike Vrabel out of that small sample size to think that this team is not going to play to the level of competition. It was not talking about the Jaguars being good It was not talking about the Eagles being good, and I'm sure this week it has not been talking about the the Bills being bad. 
and here's a, another reason the Titans have played to the level of the competition, and this takes me back to overtime win in Cleveland last year, is that, that Mike Malarkey's, um, Mike Malarkey's thinking was we're going to do what we do, uh, you know, and the Titans weren't dominant at exotic smash mouth, but they were insistent upon it uh and they would go to buffalo and do what they do whether it was productive or not they went to cleveland and did what they did um and and it produced an overtime win and they said see what we do works but what mike Vrabel's going to do here is identify things about buffalo with his staff the same way they identified stuff about houston about jacksonville and about philadelphia that maximizes a game plan's chances to work and so i fully expect um, I'm not saying the Titans are winning in a blowout this week, but I don't think that they'll play poorly because Buffalo plays poorly. I, I think the Titans will will play to a plan. And I think if that plan is as good against uh, Buffalo as it is as it was against you know the Miami plan we didn't really see it, and then it got thrown off by two big weather delays and Marcus Mariota's elbow injury. Uh, but the Houston plan, the Jacksonville plan, the Eagles plan all worked. And uh, I would expect that the, the, if the Buffalo plan is on par with those plans, that it will work. Uh, that, to me, should produce a double-digit win. I don't really care what degree of win it works if that's the approach. That, that win in Cleveland last year really bothered me based on the approach and the kind of smug satisfaction that Malarkey and a lot of Titans took with that. Like, hey, we got what we came here for, uh, where it just didn't feel like quite enough. I want to talk a little bit about Dennis Kelly, who practiced in full on Friday, which was a bit of a surprise. He's questionable for this game. I talked to him for a good while on Thursday. Uh, you know, he didn't want to share great details about his illness, which is obviously very uh, significant. It landed him in the hospital for a couple of days and has cost him some time now uh, and could still cost him Sunday uh, if they're being careful. I would think Tyler Merritt's uh, would be in, in place and Kevin Panfield um, to be the backup uh, tackles. With Kelly inactive, but we'll see. He said, you know, some doctors told him he, he, he might still be, you know, a month away from ready to play again. And others, uh, you know, thought he was right on, on the edge there. Some context on uh, how serious this was. You know, he said one of the conclusions was it isn't cancer. So uh, they're obviously exploring uh, everything, trying to get to the bottom of it and, uh, and needed to establish somewhere along the way things it, it wasn't as well as things it could be so it's not cancer uh but the fact that that that, that was something that they had to look into pretty serious obviously so uh we wish him well football hardly the most important thing there um so glad that he was able to practice fully on uh on friday but uh not particularly concerned if he can play on uh, on sunday and not thinking that they should need him on sunday even if uh, conklin and or lawan got hurt uh pamphile and uh merits should should be sufficient backups um also want to talk about balance i asked uh mike vrabel and this goes into the game planning thing we're talking about here. If it's important for him, for them to be kind of offensively balanced, if not game by game, uh, in the long run, in terms of how their numbers uh, come out. 
and um, you know he he kind of said balance is important, and then he went off on a, on a different tangent. Uh, but you know, every, it's starting with every week you're not going to be able to run it, you know, as much as you want to run it. Um, you know, talking about how little Minnesota was able to run it in the construct of their game, their surprising loss uh, to the Bills. But uh, a lot of coaches drive home that thinking that balance is important. A lot of coaches drive home that thinking week to week that balance is important. Vrabel's not done that. Vrabel is perfectly happy to run it a ton uh, in a game that he needed to uh, in, 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 uh, in, in Houston and then uh, Jacksonville with some run determination and then against Philadelphia uh, willing to throw it. Uh, 40 plus times because they just weren't going to allow you to run the ball in the same way or, or soften up a defense or anything like that. Buffalo, I think, is well constructed to stop the run, particularly the interior run. Uh, so we'll see if Derrick Henry and Deion Lewis wind up going outside. Um, but Mike Vrabel's not looking at the box score after the game, uh, generally speaking, to see if runs and passes were even on offense. Um, he knows uh, he and Matt LaFleur and, and the team know what they want to do going into a game um, and and if that's you know a, a four to one ratio one way or the other um, or something like that though the, uh, that's what they're checking to see that they got and so um, thing I, I think things will balance out in the end it's going to be a more more of a passing team than Titans teams in the past it's better at throwing short turning it into something which is really an extension of the run game so those run pass balance numbers may not be as telling as uh, as they've been in the past um, this concludes part one of the podcast which is for everybody if you want the second piece you need to be a member of paulkuherski.com that's very easily done if you haven't done it yet you get everything i write you get a game preview and a game review from former titan scout blake bettingfield every week you get uh, the full podcast. You get um, Periscope and Facebook Lives that are exclusive to members. I do one big free one a week, but post-game and several times throughout the week. It's just the membership. Uh, it's a cool group of like-minded people who are together because they have an interest in the Tennessee Titans. I encourage you to uh, join the party. The podcast brought to you by Yazoo Brewery who we appreciate. Head to my page, head to the membership tab, uh, sign up, and come listen to the rest of this on the other side of a short break. The Paul Kaharski Podcast is a joint production of paulkaharski.com and Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W.com.